That's Calexico from their 2003 album, Feast of Wire. Over the past 20 years, the album's stature has just grown and grown, and now the band is bringing their 20th anniversary tour to New Zealand. Here's Calexico's Joey Burns and his thoughts about Feast of Wire, Then and Now. Love the run, but not the race. I still feel really connected to the songs. Um, and we've, I think more than any other record, we've played a majority of these songs, the songs with lyrics, that is, we played them consistently over the past 20 years. Yep. And um, so I think that says something Definitely. about the time, about the, the quality of the songs, the, the, the quality of the, and the, of the, of the songwriting and the lyrics and all that stuff. And, um, and they're just really fun to play. And so this was looking at this, I was like, oh, well, this will be pretty easy then because we kind of know these songs already. There's just a few that we don't play. And those become really enjoyable to play as well as the instrumentals. Those, I think, I think the instrumentals are, are the things that the people who are watching, but also the band and crew really enjoy those moments. Um, even, you know, live, I would think it'd be more of a thing that you'd appreciate on record or just driving your car, but people really enjoy having just an instrumental. And yep. uh, so, you know, I've always, I've always been a big fan of like uh, Santo and Johnny. <laughs> that <laughs> song Sleepwalk, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and a lot of instrumental music, you know, Ennio Morricone and uh, the ventures and, and, and all the moments in popular music where there is just instrumental breaks. Um, you know, I love, and I, I grew up playing, garage rock and jazz and classical and it's that improvisational element which comes a lot from you know the instrumentals um really is what kind of makes the world go around it's it's such a natural part of who we are having a pause having a break and so and i think having those interspersed on this album and then performed live it's sort of like it feels like a soundtrack even more so right 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 it's interesting because you, uh, no, I don't think anybody considers you guys a, a jam band per se, or even a jazz outfit. But you definitely yeah. step into those little spaces with the way you guys approach, especially the instrumental bits. But even yeah, we we kind of embody a lot of different worlds and abilities as musicians and genres and instruments and languages, and um, and I love it. You know, I'm just a big fan of music in general, no matter where it's from or what language it's being sung in. Right, right, right. Now, speaking of being a fan, I think you guys just performed in, in Dublin and Ireland a little while ago. And mm -hmm. of course, you lost Shane McGowan overnight. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you had yeah. any thoughts about him. I sure do. Um, you know, I think in, in the early 90s, I, I really got into the Pogues music. And I... I think it might have been around the time, I don't know what time it was, but I remember going to see the Pokes play in LA. I was really excited. It was on that Summer of Siam tour. Um, and unfortunately, Shane wasn't there, but Joe Strummer stepped in. To right, sing. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he worked on the record. And, you know, I got super drunk. I lost my mind. I was wearing this crucifix that I had gotten in Ireland I, you know, I grew up not knowing I had Irish relatives living. And um, so in the early 90s, I got to connect with them. And then I uh, was wearing this crucifix. And during the show, like, I looked down and the body was gone, but the head was still connected to the string. 
Oh, right. Whoa. I think there's something about that is sort of a symbolic gesture of like, you know, you kind of, you, you look, you, you lose yourself. Right. Mm. And most certainly Shane is such a beautiful writer, very romantic and, and traditional in some ways, but trapped inside of this punk rocker's body. And, you know, the son of Irish immigrants trying to find out who he is and try to fit in and not fitting in and just kind of losing himself and, and, and enjoying the fact that people are just mortified of, of what he's doing and, and how he's <laughs> treating himself. And, and yet his, his voice is one of my favorite, you know, male vocals. I mean, I just, I love his style of singing. It's because there's so much character there and so much emotion that can be, you know, squeezed out. And, um, and I really liked what he said too, about not wanting to meet some of his idols, you know, he didn't want to ruin it. And yeah. <laughs> um, I, I liked some of the things that he said and, um, and I loved the music and I loved that he was, you know, trying to find himself through this, through the Pogues, you know, and going to this kind of traditional Irish way. And then, then at a certain point, it just, it, it, um, he needed to go deeper. And I think he struggled with trying to find a healthy way to do that. And so um, he had to, he had to wrestle quite a few demons and it's great that he came out the other side and found peace and love with his, his wife, Victoria. I was really happy to see that and had been following for a while and always wondering what happened to Shane? Where's he at? And, and I knew certain people that were connected to the Irish music scene. So I could kind of like try to find out a scoop and, and of course, I would have loved to have met him, but I also didn't want to because I was afraid that it would be like just yeah. not a pretty thing. And um, but I really admired his work and um, and his and his embracing sort of like Celtic tradition of songwriting and especially the music yeah. has deeply influenced me. And I can give you examples on every single record of ours hmm. where there is that uh, relative minor use of chords yeah say for instance you're in c major you go to a minor and that is me in a nutshell <laughs> that that is so i really relate to those songs and um <clears throat> there are um just you know i have so much profound uh, thanks and praise for for what he's done and i love his spirit too i love i love being a freak being a punk and yet being himself and, and embracing his roots and yet find, trying to find deeper meaning in, in his life. That is all of us, you know? And I, I like the way he unfurled his feathers, you know, I love that. And, uh, and, um, and just being really kind of traditionally romantic, you know, yep, um, yep. really it's, it's just beautiful. Um, during the pandemic, we were writing an album, not so much about Christmas, but sort of like winter and um, and holidays, I guess. But we did embrace some songs. But I, I wrote a song that was really inspired by by Shane's writing. Uh, it's called "Hear the Bells." Hear the bells ringing out. Let them ring on New Year's Day. Thank you. 
Teenagers rambling down Broadway Selling crops on the side of the road I was kind of thinking about him and putting a character like him in Tucson through my, through my eyes. Right. So, yeah, I, beautiful. I, I, he, uh, he definitely left his mark. <laughs> yeah, know? he did. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, like he's coming from this whole punk rock background too. I love that. Uh, you know, I relate to him on a, a lot of different levels, you know, right. kind of him searching through folkloric music and world music, mostly of his own heritage, but also otherwise, I really identify with that. Yeah. And then, and then it makes you question like, well, what, why should he be doing this? Because he's a punk rocker. What does he know about this or that, you know? Yeah. And I, I thoroughly appreciate all that he did uh, in yeah. that regard, especially. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That's yeah, man. Now the other, on a happier note, uh, there's another person, <laughs> another person that you worked with that I spoke to recently, Barbara Manning. You remember this record? Oh yeah, <laughs> man that that was such '97. That was such a great tour, such a great I saw the show experience. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, that's great. Where in Auckland or yeah, where? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Power Station. Yeah, yeah you know, and um, man, what she's what a incredible lady, and 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 musician and songwriter she planned that tour so well we got to see you know the glowworm caves and waitomo <laughs> we got to meet all the her her heroes in new zealand and yep play with them, perform <laughs> with them. they're all on the record <laughs> it's great. that's amazing yeah. pretty amazing it's pretty cool what did you know about new zealand music and you know those folks uh when because the bats and you know yeah. tall dwarfs. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I before that I was working at SST Records, and oh, yeah. um, in '89, and and somebody turned me on to the Clean, right? And um, and so I really appreciated that. And then I heard about the bats and and tall dwarfs and stuff, and then um, Graham Downs and uh, so yeah. I mean, I had been following along, and then Barbara was telling us and educating us even more about some of her favorite artists like the 3ds and um so we uh we had a great time really and david kilgauer was our driver tour manager and guitar player so <laughs> you can't I get mean, a better better guy than that <laughs> i know it's pretty amazing uh really great and chris knox and his beautiful family oh my gosh you know yeah. just they're just the sweetest. And we wound up running into each other a couple of times out there in you know, the decades after. And, um, and I think the last time I was in New Zealand, I think I did see his wife and, um, you know, so uh, just, and I'll never forget getting to hang out in Dunedin. Um, what a great town. And we really had some wonderful, wonderful times. Really. Yeah. yeah that sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad John has been in touch with Barbara and I, I wrote her a little bit too. And we're just really proud of her for, for doing what she needs to do and then coming back and, yep. and being yep. a badass man. She's yep. Yep. so incredible. Yes, she is. Very good. Now back to you guys. So wh when you guys are touring with this record, who else is in the band? I'm curious. Cause sure. Any number sure. of folks or all. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. Right. We, who knows? Um, yeah, we, 
we're going to have with us the same people that were on tour with us um, just this past tour. So Martin Venk is from Germany. We've been playing with him for 25 years and uh, he's a multi-instrumentalist uh, born and raised in Germany, but just this incredible music uh, pouring out of him. He plays trumpet, accordion, guitar, slide, sampler, vibes, keyboards, uh, whistle and sings. Yep. So, um, you know, it's, he's kind of a, He's he's hard to replace, you know. Right, right. And yeah, he's yeah. such a such a charming person to be around. And, and then also we've been playing with Jacob Valenzuela from Tucson for twenty three years now. Yep. Uh, he's on trumpet, vocals, percussion, vibes, keys, um, suavecito. He's he's the <laughs> one who's teaching us all how to dance. Sergio Mendoza from Nogales, Arizona, and Mexico, but now lives in Tucson keyboard player playing samples playing key bass playing bass playing accordion singing uh kind of our car he helps me out a lot with the musical direction and um how do we how are we going to arrange all this uh he's just an incredible friend and musician and then lastly john on the drums of course brian lopez on guitar and sometimes on bass also on vocals incredible musician and singer songwriter in his own right right Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. So, so it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, epic. <laughs> so I know you guys put out a record last year. Are you thinking of yeah. what you're going to do next? Always, yeah, always. There's so many different things that are kind of laid in front of us. Um, one, one of which is a, a theater project. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about that one. But, um, <laughs> but I'm also kind of like John's. Like we need to do something different, right? Let's just focus on something totally different. I'm like, you're right. You're always right. So let's do that. Um, but collaborations is always the thing that I'm I'm most interested in. And there's quite a few artists out there, both old and new, that I would love to just do some music, whether in person or remotely. I would love to, to collaborate with. Who, who's so, on the newer side that you have your eye on? Uh, Hermanos Gutierrez. From, they're from Switzerland, but their dad is uh, Ecuadorian. Right. And they do instrumental. They're just two piece. They're very much in that scope of Santo and Johnny. Right. Um, <laughs> and a lot of early Calexico. I mean, when I heard their music, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like we're, we are in the same band. <laughs> so I want to do something with them. And, and they're really beautiful people. I got to meet them and they're, they're open for the, for the challenge. So, uh, and um, there's a group uh, out of LA that, it's instrumental. I'm not sure if they really need us, but it would be fun to try to do something with them, whether on stage or on record. They're called La Lom, L-O-M. Oh, beautiful kind of like uh, Mark Rebo style guitar, but right. in a in a um, in an old vintage Supro guitar, um, Latin cumbia um, kind of music. Just beautiful, beautiful aesthetics, beautiful music, and people and. Um, yeah. Uh, who else? I mean, I just, there's so many singer songwriters, female singer songwriters that I'd like to work with. Uh, Courtney Marie Andrews is one of them. Who's oh yeah. Yep. From, yep. from She's from Arizona too. So she's been just, up here I in my studio. Like, <laughs> oh, a long great. Time ago. <laughs> yeah. Great. I think she's headed to New Australia right now. Yeah. 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 But I would love to do something together and do it in Arizona, you know, yeah. Yeah. and see what we could do. I just think I would love to sing with her. So that's just just a scraping a long like list of, of, of things I'd like to do. <laughs> I had this I had this idea of, of doing a record in Tennessee. 
and picking a couple cities. So one city would be at the A side and then the other city would be the B side. Oh, that's cool. Um, and I'll give you a hint. One of them's Memphis. So oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's what I like to do at some point. And Nashville and just, on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs>